Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi. I'm Miss Danielle, and this is Help a Human Out. Last week, we took a week off because sometimes life is bigger than a podcast. Well, always life is bigger than a podcast, but you know what I'm trying to say. It has been a lot. Existing is a lot right now. And that is such a hard thing to understand, like existing is a lot. And I know that existing is a lot for everyone. But today, I'm not going to talk about everyone. I'm going to talk about existing as a Black person. And because it's me talking, existing as a, a Black woman, a Black mother, a Black educator, everything is, is through a lens of being Black. And that is really difficult right now. The purpose of Help a Human Out is and has always been to let people know that they are not alone in their experiences. I want to share with my community, the people who listen to my podcast, who have read my book, who follow me on social media. Today, I'm the expert. And I'm the expert because I'm Black. And no, we are not one monolithic group of people but we do all understand the Black struggle. It's important to name that this is my experience. I am but one Black woman, but I know Black pain, Black frustration, Black heartache, Black hopefulness, and Black helplessness. I know it all. And we're going to talk about it. And I know that I cannot make people value Black lives, but just in case. I am willing to give it one more shot. And I'm a Hamilton fan, so I, I'm not throwing it away. I don't know if it is my new inattentive ADHD meds, but I am seeing things more clearly. I am seeing everything more clearly. You know when you buy a mirror and especially if you're a lady you're going to you're going to know what I'm talking about. You buy a mirror and a compact or a little mirror that you're going to have in the bathroom and the first time you look in that mirror you're like what the hell is wrong with this mirror because it's got that little film over it. So the mirror doesn't actually serve its purpose. <laughs> but then you start to peel that film off. And voila, you can see your reflection. You see yourself very clearly. That is what I've been feeling. I'm seeing everything more clearly. And what I have found, what I know to be true, is that we, Black people, have had to chameleon our way through this world, through this life. Taught from childhood to assimilate, to survive. Sometimes I wonder if people think we are joking about the talk 
you know, the one where black parents sit their kids down and teach them how to survive the cops. Can you even imagine sitting your child down and giving them instructions on how to survive public servants? Make it make sense. Please make it make sense. Because it doesn't to me. Something is not far-fetched just because you can't imagine it. Something doesn't have to be false just because you've never experienced it. And why are we so hard to believe? Why? You could not imagine the interrogation that Black people go through in order to prove our reality. Living through it's not enough. Our experiences are constantly questioned. A woman wouldn't get on an elevator with me. I know the look. More than that, I know the feeling. I know the feeling of racism. I've experienced it so many times. I know what that feels like. And yet, when I was telling the story, how do you know? But what if they just wanted to take the stairs? Or what if you believe what the hell is coming out of my mouth? What if you trust the way that I felt in the moment? What if you trust that I have seen racism so blatantly, so up close and personal that I cannot mistake it? Because I've lived it and I've experienced it. Why don't you believe us? Yes, it was racism. And quite frankly, I'm really tired of trying to prove anything. I'm sure we all are. I think about our parents, scared of the bad guys and the good guys. (laughs) Scared all the time. They don't mean to instill that same fear in us, but how could they not? That fear is passed down on a cellular level backed by the real horror stories that they have witnessed, the things that they have lived through. This isn't a game of telephone. Some of our parents survived and witnessed worse. So it makes sense that the talk exists. Parents want better for their kids. Our parents want better for us. But That's almost impossible when you live in this world because the cycles repeat, the oppression continues, the hashtags are nonstop. So help me understand, please, how Black children are supposed to remain innocent while being told that they are not safe in this world and being told this by their parents. And our parents aren't lying. That's the the bigger thing. Our parents are not lying. They don't have this, this this is not the boogeyman under the bed or in the closet. So that's something that doesn't exist. This is a very real thing, a very real fear. We are not safe. 
I am not safe. And I'm responsible for two little humans who I am supposed to be able to keep safe. Now, I know that none of us can completely protect our children. But my kids are black. And I'm at a crossroads. Do I continue the family tradition, a tradition that exists to keep us safe, but that literally teaches us to show up as less of ourselves instead of telling the world to get it the fuck together. I can't and I won't sit my kids down and teach them to blindly obey. Teach them that I think they're beautiful. I think their loud laughs are incredible. I think the way they walk and talk and show up in the world is magical and beautiful. But that some people see it as aggressive. See it as a threat. I won't do that. Especially when I've seen so many people do just that and die anyways. The amount of code switching that I have done in my life, the amount of rooms I've had to be in and change the way I sound or straighten my hair. Wear certain things to appeal to certain people. One time, While working in media, I had to recut a commercial at least 27 times because I didn't sound suburban enough. I didn't sound peppy enough. I know. I know what that meant. I had also been in media for almost 12 years at the time. I knew I was good at what... I was doing, but I knew that it didn't matter (laughs) that I had been in media for 12 years. It didn't matter that I was a professional. Didn't matter that I had worked so hard to get to where I was. It mattered that the client wanted me to sound a certain way. Wanted me to be something that I'm not. That I could never be. And I've tried. That's the sad part. I've tried. And it's stupid. You can't fit in to something you were never born to be. You can't become something that is impossible. And I don't even want that. And I've had to navigate spaces really unsafe, harmful spaces and do it with grace and forgiveness even when it wasn't warranted because I respond the way that I want to respond. Even if I'm angry in moments that are supposed to be angry, 
I'm held at a different standard. And I won't do that to my kids. I keep seeing this meme and it said nobody thought that the revolution would start in Minneapolis but Prince. I love Prince. I love being black. I love Minneapolis. A grieving city. I got to be honest with you, I did not watch the George Floyd video. I stopped watching videos after Tamir Rice, I think. It's really hard to tell. There's been so many. I remember Eric Garner. I remember the Sandra Bland video. I remember to listening to Trayvon Martin scream. Now, I'm the type of person that stomach clenches up when I see somebody next to a dead animal smiling. <laughs> you know, sport hunters. I, that that's that kind of thing doesn't sit right with me also. Like, I'm a feeler. I'm a big-time feeler. So if seeing a beautiful giraffe, lifeless, with a hunter next to it with a big smile on their face tears my stomach up. How do you think it feels? To see dead children, dead fathers, dead uncles, dead moms, dead sisters, Black people everywhere. Eric Nelson is an asshole. Eric Nelson is an awful person. That's my opinion, but here's a fact. Eric Nelson was the defense attorney in the Chauvin trial. I don't know how any person, any person, black, white, purple, yellow, rainbow, I don't care. I don't know how any person can see see, see what happened and defend that. He said probably a hundred times that the presumption of innocence was fundamental to democracy. (laughs) So we are supposed to presume that Derek Chauvin was innocent, but every Black person walking around in their Black bodies is a threat. Make it make sense. He said that that's the only way for a fair and just outcome in this case. So what you're telling me is that 
the presumption of innocence is the fundamental piece of democracy. But we're not innocent. We're not seen that way. Thugs, savages, gangsters, welfare moms. My people are being slaughtered and we're supposed to presume that a white man who knelt on the neck of a black man for over nine minutes is innocent. Make it make sense. Chauvin was innocent until proven otherwise by the state. George Floyd was born guilty. I was born guilty. I've had to show up in the world as a guilty person my whole life. I've had to prove that I'm not guilty. Prove that I'm a good one. My internal oppression runs so deep because it has to. Because it's been taught to me. Because just like I have to unlearn my toxic masculinity, unlearn all these other things that have been gifted to me by this beautiful capitalist. That's sarcasm, by the way. I don't think there's anything beautiful about this capitalistic society, and I'm struggling to get through this. So just bear with me, please. George Floyd was painted as an addict, potentially violent threat to others. Never presumed innocent. How could he be? Look at the skin he was given. Then let me push your thinking a little bit. Would it be shocking that he was an addict? Would it be shocking? No, of course not. Because to survive this world is to find a way to survive. At my best, I thrive. I am a social justice warrior. I am an activist with no sense of slow down. Just keep going. Just keep fighting. At my worst, I am wounded. I am a woman who sometimes needs a bottle of wine at night. I need something to numb this because it hurts. It hurts so damn bad. So if George Floyd was an addict, hell, maybe I am too. Or maybe we're just surviving. Maybe we're just surviving. Maybe drugs. Maybe violence. Stealing. Maybe it's not because we're savages. Maybe it's because 
a country that was built by our ancestors for free shows us what we mean to it. And the only way to survive it is to steal sometimes, is to be violent sometimes, is to numb the pain, have an addiction. Do you know how awful it is to understand that? And maybe because I'm Black and because I live in this body, I can see it, I can understand it. But I'm telling you now, nobody wakes up and says, I want to be a violent addict. But when you wake up in this world over and over again and you're constantly taught that you don't matter, that your life doesn't matter, and even when you say, hey, Black Lives Matter, you have people screaming back at you, all lives do, blue lives do. I'm not convincing people anymore. George was dead and he could not even be here to convince people. There was an entire video and still people could not be convinced. Why didn't they believe him? Because he was black. Why did it have to be recorded for him to be believed? Because he was black. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Nancy Pelosi had a very big misstep. He, she thanked, she thanks George Floyd for sacrificing his life. George Floyd did not get up that day and decide that this was going to be his last day on earth. George Floyd did not get up that morning and think, I'm going to die for the cause. George Floyd had no say in his death. George Floyd did not ask for someone to kneel on his neck to stop his heart, to stop his breath. He didn't sacrifice anything. He was black. Everyone says, Darnella Frazier is a hero. She recorded the video. She, it, it's, it's her video. Darnella Frazier is a good human.
and and the emotional trauma the people are going through who witnessed that murder. Yeah, we saw it on video, but the people who stood there and saw it and who knew they could not help, despite the fact that they knew what they were watching with their very own eyes was murder. Imagine your black body standing there watching another black body being murdered and knowing you cannot intervene. Even if it's the right thing to do, you can't. Otherwise, there's going to be two black bodies, three black bodies, lifeless black bodies everywhere. George Floyd definitely changed the world. But not by choice, by murder. And what is it all for? What does it all mean? I don't care if George Floyd was an addict. I don't care if he had a counterfeit $20 bill. I've done some crazy shit in my life too. Humanity, something is wrong with humanity. If you have to say, well, what did, I need to see the rest of the video or what did he do or why was he running? Probably because they're scared. I don't think I'd pull over. And I'm not crazy. I don't think I'd pull over. I think I would call the police on the police and that is even crazier. I'm being followed. I'm scared. Scared to make a wrong move. Scared to... Scared to look scared, because when you look scared, guess what happens? Then, why do you look scared? Are you guilty? No, I'm scared. In the middle of the George Floyd trial, Dante Wright was murdered. Oh, but he had this and he had that. He's still a human. I don't care. I don't care. Because I know it's possible. Because I watched Dylan Roof kill a whole bunch of people and be white and survive. You know how many white mass shooters have survived? Armed and dangerous after murdering people have survived, have been handcuffed, put in the back of squad cars, and put in prison. Make it make sense, please. Dante Wright was pulled over for an air freshener. And if you believe that, and you are a white person, because Dante Wright was pulled over because he was black and he had an air freshener. Minnesota is constantly claiming to be one of the best places to live. For who? For Philando? For Dante? For George? For all the kids on the north side?
for all the little kids on the South Side. For who? Countless other names, so many lives. And I have to get up every day and still be a mom. And every Black person in this country is still expected to show up to their jobs, work through the pain and the trauma and the hurt. And do it with a smile on your face because because that's what this country asks us to do over and over again. Just show up, show up, show up, keep showing up. Show up when we kill you. Show up when we kill people that look like you. Show up even though we villainize you all the time. Show up even though we... exploit your pain. Oh my God, show up and pledge your allegiance in the morning. My kids, they want my kids to say the Pledge of Allegiance. Fuck you, fuck your pledge, fuck your allegiance. Stop killing us, please. How are you? How are you really though? nonstop text messages that keep coming in and I don't want to respond. What am I supposed to say? I'm alive. Shit. That's all I got. I'm alive. I am alive. And I am holding on to that because the other emotions that are swirling are too big, too deep, too much. I'm alive. I know dead black people's names like I know my own family. I'm so tired of justice for I'm so tired of Well, he had a gun. Well, he was running. Well, she did this. Well, she did that. And nobody asking the bigger questions. How are we failing so hard? Systemic oppression, cycles of trauma, just over and over and over again. One of my teacher friends has to bury her student. He was killed by his brother. They're 12 and 13. They're little black boys who have been forced to be black men at 12 and 13. There's so much trauma. (sighs) 
How can you love yourself when the world hates you? How can you love your brother when the world hates you both? I'm pouring my heart out here and I know that there will be someone, many someones, who will refuse to hear. Who will make an excuse? Who will tell us to pull ourselves up by the bootstraps? What if we don't have boots? What if we've never had boots? I don't know what justice is because when we talk about justice, we're still talking about dead black bodies. George Floyd didn't get justice. Minneapolis didn't get justice. Accountability and justice are not the same thing. They never will be. I don't know what happens next. I don't know. I don't even know how I feel. And to be honest, I'm scared of feeling it all because what if it doesn't stop? I had a similar feeling when I went and seen 12 Years a Slave. I didn't cry at all. I just watched. And then I walked away from the movie theater and I was silent and I was silent with my best friend. And then we got home and I sat myself down about an hour later in a chair and it all just hit and it was violent and sad and angry and I couldn't even breathe. And I was so scared that it wasn't gonna stop. It did, it did stop and I'm so grateful. But that's where I'm at, I feel that same way. I feel like I didn't even cry when the verdict was read. I didn't even feel relief. I thought I was going to, which is shocking. I thought this is going to feel relief, but I didn't. Because it took a video. Because I know without the video, it wouldn't matter. Because even with the video, even with everybody in the world watching it, people still villainized a black man who was murdered in front of the entire world. So I don't know what happens next. I can't know, but I can tell you this. I am going to show up in this world, my authentic self. I am black. I am beautiful. I am not a threat. I'm not aggressive. I am not an angry black woman, but guess what? I am an angry black woman. I'm not your angry black woman, but I am angry and I am black and I am a woman, but I am not your angry black woman. I will not code switch for you. 
I will ask anybody I work with if they believe that Black Lives Matter. And if you cannot answer it, I will not work with you. I will laugh loud and not be embarrassed by it because it is how I was made. I will speak the way I want to speak and I will show up in all spaces as the exact same person because I deserve to, because I have a right to. This entire country was built on white supremacy. We all have to unlearn it. You, me, all of us. I am not sitting my kids down and having the talk. I am not teaching my kids to code switch. Instead, I'm going to demand that the world does better, even if it kills me. Thank you for listening. I hope that hearing my story, my emotions, my pain can help at least one person feel less alone. I'm tired and I'm ready for change. And I don't know if it's coming, but damn it, I hope so. If you have a question that you would like us to answer, send us an email at podcast at stillkicking.co or DM us on Instagram at hahopodcast at H-A-H-O podcast. Believe Black people show up for Black people, put money into Black businesses. Your Black friends are not okay because we have been Black our whole lives. None of us are okay. Help a Human Out is produced by Emma Martins and Red Yoakum of Red Rock Music and is brought to you by Still Kickin'. I'm your host, Miss Danielle, a Black woman who just wants to exist in this world as myself and be safe. See you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.